Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share your master's joy. Does anyone here find this master-servant language objectionable? Perhaps offensive. After all, in the sacrament of baptism, we rightly say that the newly baptized are now the adopted sons and daughters of the Father, brothers and sisters in Christ, and temples of the Holy Spirit. We tend not to think of ourselves as servants and God as our master, right? Didn't Jesus himself say that he didn't come to be served and Jesus is God? Why does scripture use this language? Perhaps this master-servant language is merely metaphorical and not literal. I suggest it is not. Jesus did say, I didn't come to be served, and immediately follows up with, but came to serve. And if the Son of God sees himself as one who serves, sees himself as a servant, then you and I must as well. And how each of us serve God will largely depend on the specific gifts and talents that God has given us. And each of us have unique gifts and talents that are meant to be shared. I remember my mother once telling me that if God gives you a gift, say, for instance, the gift of a beautiful singing voice or an amazing artistic abilities, and you don't share that gift so that others can enjoy it, you're committing a sin. There are many other examples that we can give as well. What's important is that none of us are to bury that unique gift that God has given, only to give it right back to God, unopened and unused, when we are called home from this life. What's important is that we use our God-given gifts and resources to serve God and others. Some people will know early on what their gifts are. They'll be naturally drawn to something they're good at. And they will have the support and encouragement of those who know them well and love them. That being said, we must be careful that we are encouraging what we see in others and not encouraging what we wish to see. I remember my brother wanted very badly for my niece to be a premier softball player. We all know how lucrative of a career that is. Nonetheless, my niece became a willing participant. She did not go kicking and screaming, as it were. She eventually made the high school squad, then the travel team, and eventually played in college. She never reached the level of a star player, but she did work hard at it, and that in and of itself is an accomplishment, the fostering of a good work ethic. Did she do this for herself? Not really. She did it for her dad. And in many ways, this was noble on her part. Even though she knew that softball was not her gift, she knew that it would please her father, and that was more than good enough for her. It was not the gift of playing softball well that my niece gave. It was the gift of a loving heart that she gave to those she cared about. My niece has since discovered gifts better suited that she now uses for the benefit and the service of others. Again, we need to encourage others to see the gifts we see in them. This is true whether the gift we perceive in someone is related to sports, academics, certain trades, 
or a vocation to the priesthood or religious life. But we always propose, we never impose. And for some people, gifts they never knew they had will be discovered later on in life. I can think of one parishioner here who shall remain nameless, but only because she is truly humble, discovered that she has these amazing artistic abilities. The gift was discovered at the height of the pandemic. She wanted to find some outlet to occupy her mind and not go crazy. Since this discovery, she has used this gift to bring enjoyment and delight to others. Another reminder that God does draw good things out of terrible circumstances. God has given each of us the gift of life. Each of us have something to offer in love and service to God, to our country, to our communities, and to our families. If we have good health, that good health is not meant for our sake alone. It is meant to be used in the service of others. If we have failing health, it is meant to be used as powerful intercessory prayer for the salvation of others. Who would have ever thought that failing health is a gift? But it is, if we offer it up as a gift. Everything that God has given to you or me in our lives and everything that God has taken away has meaning and purpose. But we must be willing to do our part and give those things their meaning and their purpose. If you and I live each day with meaningful purpose, being faithful in even small matters, then then we will not be caught off guard when the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, as St. Paul reminds us this day. If you and I do this, we'll be prepared to meet our Lord and God at any time and at any place. And we can have with great trust, assurance, and confidence that we will be welcomed with these words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share your master's joy. Thank you.